Welcome to Art Worlds with me, Dr. Cleo Roberts Comoretti. This is the podcast that tells you all about the art worlds you might have missed. We're going to journey around the globe and talk to artists, patrons and curators from Cambodia to the Democratic Republic of Congo. With this, we'll build a truly international perspective of the many thriving art worlds. Team Lab, an international art collective, a world-renowned for creating immersive environments through digital technology. Exploring the intersection of art, technology, science and natural worlds, in Hiroshima, they've created an interactive future park where audiences are encouraged to co-create and make drawings that are transformed into installations. In Sao Paulo, they've filled rooms with eternal cycles of budding and blossoming flowers, while in Beijing, Team Lab have created a 10,000 square metre body immersive museum. Last year, Team Lab made their scenographic debut, ambiguating the boundaries between the stage and audience with a sculptural space of light in a Puccini opera at the Grand Teatro de Genève in Switzerland. Ahead of this opera opening in Japan this month, Takashi Kudo, Team Lab's communications director, joined me from their Tokyo studio to shed light on their process and ambitions. Team Lab were founded in 2001. It was 10 years later that Team Lab debuted their work at a gallery in Taipei on the invitation of artist Takashi Murakami. What was it about that time in Japan that encouraged you to continue creating? Because it must have been quite challenging working with limited financial support. So the... Answer for that question is, you know, uh, there is two points. The one is uh, it's general. It exactly it was it 2011. Uh, so it just it's uh, uh, after the disaster in Fukushima and it's the whole of the Japan. So it was a little bit weird and it's uh, situations. But uh, in the same times, it's quite many people hard. It's some try to see the, of the uh, positive futures, and it's uh, it was kind of the opportunity to think about it and what is a uh, life. So the our exhibitions names in at Kai Kai Kiki Gallery in Taipei for the uh, Takashi Murakami-san's. That our exhibition names is also it was the life. So it was um, the atmosphere in generally. It was for us. It's a uh, at least it's kind of mm, the hard times, but in the same times we try to see of the uh, the positive future. Or it's uh, like to think more deeper to think about some life. And it's a point of the you know uh, team love itself is. As you said, it uh, the exhibition was it's uh, exactly it's a turning point of this in our activities. Now, before that, also, but uh, mm, we were we have been ignored from everybody. So it's um, the first is uh, it's kind of. Mm, 
the little bit romantic way, but it's you know like honest feeling. It was the first. It was quite pleasure to like get the offer from this um, Takashi Murakami-san because with it, you know we have been completely ignored. And it's um, he gave us the opportunity to show our exhibition at at, uh, at the art market, but uh, he kind of said what you're creating is an art. And it's, that word was, it's, you know, like quite a big motivation. It's more than it's financial in the, under any other stuff. And of course, uh, about some financial things is still now, it's always, there is some kind of problems, whether it's in our team labs exhibitions and that what we wanna do, but the most important things is kind of visions and its uh, motivations and uh, who we work with. And since then you've continued creating, you've become a sprawling international collective with many, many people in your midst and it's a mix of skills and mindsets you've got artists engineers animators mathematicians architects programmers um and that leads me to be quite fascinated in the way that you all work and not just the day-to-day but in particular how you bridge both each other's disciplines and also physical distances our studio in Tokyo's like a physical we're very close. And as we believe it, you know, like even after pandemics times too, uh, we kind of believe it's like a really very important things or it's a principles to create some things. We are very much, it's, you know, taking care of these like atmospheres or something that's a physical, physically to understand each other. It means like face to face. Still, it's, you know, like uh, we can use all the technology as like now we can talk through the it's, uh, like online meetings and it's, uh, we can talk through the screens. But still, when we want to decide what when we want to create some things is we need to be in the same space and uh, we need to share the feelings atmospheres and it's some super small stuff too something is we cannot maybe explain and it's this small stuff is very much important and it's especially it what we are creating is now we work as teams we work with uh, programmers and uh, CG animators, engineers, and uh, mathematicians, or is uh, the architect, and it's different specialists. We have it. We are quite different. It's a background. In that case, it's you know like like atmosphere. We cannot explain by words. Mm, there is no like boundary between it, you know, each teams, or it's we try to not feel of this boundary between it's a uh, different specialist. And it's easily to talk that kind of this atmosphere is, you know, like even for this, uh, uh, our studio too. 
like we design our architect team design of this uh, our studios so it's just small things to try to make a different specialist to make one teams and to create this one artworks yeah. so the answer is yeah we are physically it's very close mm. and it's emotionally also it's very close and as we believe it's only that's a way to create of this something you mentioned this idea that you don't have boundaries between people and that's something that your practice is really founded on and you use the term in your work borderless continuity and that team lab are kind of dedicated to advancing an appreciation between connection especially between humans and nature and some might find it paradoxical that your environments are then artifice and computer generated and so can you tell us why this medium is suited to your aims so like uh, just for me personally it's i couldn't see all this a paradox of that but um, mm. uh, the things is um, like our principles is we are very much interested in the relationship between human and the world including of that's natures and there's no other humans or all other peoples and how to recognize of this you know like that kind of relationship and it's maybe it's you know, we can create of this a new relationship through the our output the installations or it's an exhibition or art whatever so uh that is you know like principle and it's the most important thing we are into and it's all the medias it means uh, our work is just only softwares it means a code so most of it you know like people it cannot lead of that code or it's the software part it doesn't have meanings for the peoples so we need to make this code or it's a software try to be it uh, uh visualized and it's a share with other peoples or it's try to make the people to be inside what is in our visions inside like uh, installations or ex exhibitions so we are using of the channel like that kind of the, i want to say it's experience uh when we create of the, this experience we need uh, some kind of mediums it is we are sometimes use of these projectors and sometimes we are using all the led or its monitors or its sensors or something like robotics and stuff but these are just only tools and its materials if i compare with it like in a fine art uh i'm not against anything but it's you know uh, when you draw the something with a uh, paint or drawings behind of that there is the paint and there is a tubes and the brush the point is today's it's a technology it's it's not made for that so we have to create all these like tubes for this in a paint to bring the paint to go outside or it's a, we need to create with the easels, or it's a, we need to create with the brush. And um, quite many things that I know, like hold technology and it's a hold medium, it's not, sometimes we have to 
create by ourselves. That is also is one of the reasons is we need to create by teams. We cannot create all this and everything. And it's uh, in this world, there is no that kind of technology for our output. So we do create some things. And the most important things for us is uh, something we cannot explain by words. And it's, for example, like uh, you said, it's like uh, the borderless continuities. Your works are in like numerous prestigious museums, um, including the Museum of Contemporary Art in Los Angeles and the National Gallery of Victoria in Melbourne. And part of a museum's function is to preserve their collection for generations to come. And I imagine that when working with the types of mediums or technologies that you're working with, there might be conservation concerns and the sort of challenge of the fact that technologies change and things become obsolete, for example, coding and equipment. So how do you um, sort of safeguard against this challenge? And do you sort of map out huge sort of conservation documents? Is that something that has to be part of your planning at the beginning of a project? Mm -hmm. uh, this is super good questions. It's of course, it's a, we also it's a, try to be in the update as like it's in a, the society and it's a world it is. Like most of it is the hardware, like the projectors or it's an LED monitors. If you compare with uh, as, uh, 10 years ago, it's progressed. It means, you know, like now tools and its material is also it's in a progressed. And it's uh, the hardwares and the mediums and is now our software or code is like quite strong connections. So of course we have to, it's an update for that too. But in the same times, it's just my personal opinions, but as like, I like book and novels and the poems. Our language is, if you compare with uh, like William Shakespeare's times, is maybe English was it's changed and the Japanese is also it's changed than it's you know like hundred years ago, and it's our words, our language is quite different from hundred years ago. But it's that is that, and also in the same times it's uh, we try to make it an experience. So in that. Meanings is we try to update our code and it's now we try to update of this now what we are creating. And it's a, um, we are in maybe it's a super romantic way, but that's that is uh, maybe as like as um, the light from it's a star. It is nobody knows. It's like hundred years goes light, and it's what we are watching right now is same or not, and it's maybe it's not exactly same, but we are thinking and as we have Im imaged all this and what it's happened like ten years ago, or you know uh, what's gonna happen in the futures, and each like moment 
the visitors or it's uh, the people watching or experience of these now installations maybe gonna enjoy or it's a think about it's like what team labs made it's 10 years ago uh they you know like compare with today's in front of you but anyways uh from technically it's a uh, we are update and in the same times we don't want but um, if team rub is gone but still there isn't some kind of code it's if you are engineers you can it's uh make it in deals in using of it so that mediums it exists in that times it means like 100 years later what's 200 years later what we have seen over the last few years is the rise of these blockbuster immersive art exhibitions and team lab are pioneers in this field but it's sort of changed and there's been this whole idea is art as entertainment and you know yourselves that, that people are sort of eager for experiences like the figures of visitors from your 2017 exhibitions at Pace Gallery were astonishing you had around half a million visitors um how does Team Lab distinguish itself and continue innovating the field Hmm. Uh, we don't know, but uh, what we can do is uh, we try to keep on creating in uh, something we believed. It's uh, we don't compare with uh, other artists, and it's uh, like we are respecting of this any people to create something. And it's uh, what we do is what we believed, and it's uh, for example, like these days, like uh. Like me myself is, and I'm working for it on some project in Abu Dhabi's. It's called uh, Phenomenas. It's uh, this is like almost four years we are working for, and it's, it's going to be on 2024. And it's a kind of a new concept, and of course, it's a little bit connected as like it's uh, like immersive. It means we are very much interested in it and how to bring the people to be inside with this and our visions with physical bodies. The Abu Dhabi project looks exceptionally ambitious, like, and it's going to be permanent. Has that taken, as you said, it's taken a long time, but has that taken also, I assume, probably quite a lot of negotiation and changes along the way? Yeah, uh, kind of, but uh, it's very good way, and it's uh the, our partners in Abu Dhabi is uh, uh his Excellency and uh, Mohammed Balak is uh, he very much understood of is what our visions and as we made could make it uh, quite good teams in Japan and in Abu Dhabi's, and we try to create all this this crazy ideas we hope it's uh, when we the people be inside with this, this weird architects and in the buildings and it's an experience of this uh, these phenomena and it's that experience maybe it's an uh may lead our human beings to 
positive futures. That isn't what we are believe and it's not, that is a motivation to create this, this Abu Dhabi things. Thank you to Takashi for his time and fantastic insights. If you enjoyed what you heard, please do subscribe. And if you like, please leave a review. In the show notes, you'll find out more about Team Lab and their projects. Join me next time when we speak to Daisuke Miyatsu about why he's known as the Salaryman Collector. This has been Artworlds with me, Dr. Cleo Roberts-Comoredi. See you on the next journey. Thank you.